Hello everyone. So, you know, students who team up and then build robots, they compete worldwide nowadays, right? It sounds like, uh, you know, cartoon. It sounds like something like fictional, but it's actually very, very much real. And today at our launchcast, I we are welcoming here uh, our friends Luis Batoni, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> um, from Abuda Tech Alliance, and um, also Mr. Edgar. What is your last name? Ah, Dahure. Dahure. Amazing. By the way, Venezuelan, Venezuelan then, right? Yeah. Love that. And then we're gonna have a very nice conversation with these two gentlemen. They're gonna further explain about robotics, talk about force robotics talk about maybe a Buddha Tech Alliance at some point. So yeah, stay with us. Thank you for being with us today. It's exciting. Appreciate, appreciate that much. Well, thanks for having us. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so the first time I've heard about um, Forge Robotics, of course, was recently. So let's talk a little bit about that. Something happened recently. Before we talk about what robotics is, but I want to talk about that. So what happened last month? Um, so uh, Forge Robotics, we competed in the uh, Pacific Regional Championship uh, of the first robotics competition, and we won. Uh, we uh, competed against uh, 24 other teams, wow. and we, uh, that earned us a spot to go to the World Championship in Houston, Texas, where we competed and advanced to uh, the semi, the quarterfinals of our division. So we were very proud of the kids in terms of their performance in both of those competitions. That's amazing. Yeah. So we were representing the West, uh, Canada West. We, that, that is correct. That's so correct. So there was uh, six teams that qualified from Canada. Okay. Um, we were one of two teams from Western Canada. Our alliance partner from the Canadian Pacific Regional event was the other representative um, at World Championships. Okay. So, three thousand plus teams competed around the world. Oh wow! Ninety-two different countries. Uh, out of that, four hundred and fifty teams qualified for World Championships in Houston, and uh, we were very fortunate to be one of them. That's amazing. So all of that happened. Uh, this year, a little bit of last year, how, how was that? Is that a near, an in, entire year of competition? So, so the structure of the first competition is that um, while the, the format is set, so there are these sort of three-on-three three games, okay. uh, the game itself uh, is announced the first week of January of every year. So yeah, got it. Okay. No, nobody knows what first the game Saturday is going to be. First Saturday of every year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you have uh, you know six weeks till the first competitions, and you have to you know, come together to build a device that answers and can compete in that in that new challenge that is fresh for everybody. So the challenge also changes every year? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So you actually have to rebuild or adjust or adapt uh, the robot for that. I'm yeah. Uh, and they um, they're very intentful on trying to sort of level out the playing field in as much as you can. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, kids can't even sort of reuse parts from their previous year if the, if unless they're they're purchased parts so if, if everybody doesn't have access to them you can't just sort of piggyback on what the year before you did to give kids a fresh opportunity to to build something new okay but are those competitions um comp the competition rules 
or is that something because if you you can use something you've done last year right uh only if you it's can a... you can use the concept the design you cannot pre-build prior to kickoff day Oh, so okay, you have to it. start on kickoff day and you have to start from scratch. So your drivetrain, your manipulators, wow. the design, the strategy, the prototyping, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's from scratch. And, and you have uh, six weeks, as you said. So it's usually seven weeks prior to the first competition week. And then whatever competitions you book into this year, we did a week one and a week five event. Okay. So there's, there's several weeks of competitions. Um, one of the interesting aspects is you, you asked about is there rules yeah this year the the manual for the entire challenge the robot uh safety etc was 312 pages 312 pages yeah. so it they get Man. into a lot of detail much of it is carried over from previous years Absolutely. what types of components you can use how you configure them etc so and then there's the game specific portion of the manual which comes out each year Wow. And then, so let's, let's go back a little bit, right? What is first robotics and what is Alberta tech Alliance? And if you can divide between the two of you to talk a little bit about that. Well, maybe I'll, I'll start off just to, to lay out the, the history. Okay. So in 2012, uh, we had a, a young gentleman by the name of Alex Rodriguez who wanted to compete in first robotics competition. So FRC is is the acronym for it. Okay, it's uh, a level of competition for grade nine to twelve, so fourteen to eighteen year old students. Sorry, thirteen to eighteen year old. And um, it was his rookie year. He started the team. They did really well. They actually ended up in the uh, championship playoffs. Wow! As part of a, an all Canadian alliance. Mm -hmm. And uh, the team at the time was Team 4334. It was the genesis for everything that Forges now and Alberta Tech Alliance Association. The at, name at of that, that time, the Alberta Tech Alliance Association did not exist. The association didn't. Okay. ATA did. So Team mm, 4334 was actually 4334 ATA or the Alberta Tech Alliance. Got it. Okay. In 2015. Um, I started the nonprofit organization to uh, handle the back end. So the money, the registration, um, insurance, uh, organizing parents and students to get to and from competitions, mm -hmm. uh, find a build space, all of the aspects that the students really shouldn't have to worry about because they're really more interested in building a robot and learning about that aspect of it. And, strategy and programming and all the different aspects. So Alberta Tech Alliance uh, came about um, in 2015, and that is the umbrella nonprofit that now runs, uh, this year we'll have two FLL teams, which is the junior uh, level. Then we'll have uh, two FTC teams, which is the first tech challenge. Mm -hmm. Sorry, FLL is first Lego league, FTC first tech challenge. So those are grades seven to 12. And then the senior team, which is Forge Robotics, is grade nine to 12. Okay. And, and to take like a half step back too, um, so we, we keep talking about FIRST. And so that organization that is an acronym of like for inspiration and recognition of science and technology. Wow, so FIRST so, is actually 
an yeah. acronym. And so that, <laughs> yes. that, so that cool. organization, <laughs> they, their intent is to uh, sort of elevate um, STEM education to the level of, you know, collegiate sports in in the states. Not, not necessarily collegiate, but it's like you know, let's 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 give this you know these nerdy kids that like to play with programming and building robots uh, a, a spotlight and a and a scene where they can be you know the rock stars of these of these events. And and it's amazing. Like at, at the World Championship, you have like you know a stadium with like thirty thousand people. Yeah. cheering well, i saw the photos it's just yeah. intense man <laughs> so many people and then and a lot of players that's something i've noticed also from from the photos so so sorry recently of course you've been there uh were you there and it was houston right you said that was in houston texas this year were you both yes. there yep yeah. yeah so how many teams were competing at that space 450 teams 450 teams and the, and the way they divvy it up is they have six divisions okay and the divisions were divvied up into 75 teams each. Okay. And then you compete in a qualification round within your 75 teams. And then out of that, you get a first, second, third, fourth place, et cetera. And then to go into playoffs or the elimination round, it's uh, uh, eight teams are compete against each other, alliances of four robots each. Mm. So team one, the first place team, can pick their first alliance partner. It's a serpentine style of selection process. So team one goes first and they pick and then they go down through to team eight, uh, the eighth alliance captain. And then the eighth alliance captain picks two robots and then it circles around and goes back up to one. And then from one, it goes back down to eight. So you end up with four robots on each alliance. So 32 of the 75 robots in the division now compete. Okay. Um, and uh, we, we competed into the qualification round. Unfortunately, our alliance partners uh, um, had some challenges and we were, were knocked out in the, in the first round. But anytime you get to compete in eliminations, it's a win. It's already a win. Yes, it uh, is. For sure. Especially since we positioned 60th. Oh, wow. So we were, wow. out of 75 teams, we were number 60. Goes, I mean, to, to bake in a little bit of the, of the sort of first philosophies, um, there is this whole idea of, of cooperation, okay? Mm -hmm. So it's, it is competitive and, and we're there to win, but you're not there to, to demolish other teams, right? Got it. Like they, they, and so that, that, that is reflected in, in the way that teams get formed too, right? Like the first, the, the, the qualification phase, it is it is random it is random three on random three right you essentially there's just a draw and you get to play with two other strangers and make a team that is it's like playing pickup right yes against three other random teams uh but then it would be you know you you get ranked for how well you do in your competition and it would be too um discouraging if then you allowed okay then the you know the the, the best four teams are going to form you know one one alliance Got to compete it, okay. and then the next four and the other and then it, it would be too too lopsided mm -hmm. so that that snake draft just sort of allows you to keep that to keep that balance right because the focus is not the competition per se that's you saying exactly it's to so okay what is besides the competition i understood collaboration and i we will assume here a lot of learning 
right? <laughs> for every moment of every day, <laughs> especially for the kids, right? Oh yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that, because but before going into that, I really want uh, for the audience to understand also who you both are and how long you've been associated with that. Uh, so, so Louis, let's start with you. Right. Sure. How long have you been associated with the uh, robotics team? So, I've been involved with FIRST Robotics uh, since 2014. Okay. Uh, my son came home one day from school and said, hey, there's this really cool presentation at Club Day and there's this robotics team and I really want to get involved in it. And I uh -huh. said, Heck, yeah, let's, let's, let's go in. Um, that first year, I was a, par a parent. I got involved a little bit. That was an interesting year because that year the students really didn't want any help from adults. Oh, really? <laughs> they, they wanted to build their own rob robot, and they did. And they built a very oh, good robot, okay. and uh, they ended up in semifinals at World Championships that year and lost out to the eventual World Champions. They were the only team that year to actually beat the World Champions in one match. Oh, wow. So they, they, they were part of a, uh, of a very good alliance mm -hmm. uh, that season. And that kind of planted a seed with me, but I think the seed may have been already germinated and growing in my son. Mm. And I can see it happening, so it was, I'm gonna help out. So from there, I, I helped out by starting ATAA, okay. uh, the nonprofit, to, to worry about the back-end stuff so that they could build robots, go get money and, and sponsorship. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Which is so very important to our, our organization. Um, and then started getting a little bit more of the, the, the bug and, and <laughs> going to the competition. And kind of infecting Organizing other the teams. <laughs> uh, 2016, we had an incredible opportunity. We, we were invited to go to China wow, okay. as a team to compete in an international in, invitational event there. So organizing that to get 32 people uh, over to Shanghai Absolutely. and get a robot there and tools and and all that sort of stuff. So that, that's kind of where I've been uh, helpful. And then uh, my background, I have various backgrounds in mechanical and electrical. Okay. Um, so I help out with a little bit of the mechanics on the, the robot and some design work and et cetera. And to this day, I, I think it's been a huge part of my life. My son has graduated from the program. Oh, wow. Uh, nice. He went through and, and did two years at SAIT uh, and got his uh, mechanical engineering technologist certificate there. Wow. And he's working for a local company doing destructive testing. How many years have you been involved with the uh, association from, from, from the short so, when you started with ATA and then became an association? So uh, this will be year nine for me. It was nine years already. That's yeah. amazing. And, you, and, your, and your son was involved at the first? Yeah, he was uh, involved for one. the first three years. The first three uh, years. And he's actually stayed on for a couple of years after that as a technical specialist to help out with knowledge transfer to the students. And uh, this year he's coming back as a junior mentor. See? So we, our program's designed that we want to keep a little bit of, we, we want to allow them to still interact with the team, but not in a mentor role. Because they're mm -hmm. still young people at that mm -hmm. point in their yeah. in their career, and they also need to focus on their own school Absolutely, and yeah. jobs yeah. and life. So instead of getting reimmersed in robotics, we prefer that they take a little break, so to speak, and then after a couple of years come back, and if they're so in, uh, inclined, um, start to to pay it back to to the next generation. It's amazing. Yeah. So it's a whole program. It has a 
an, an outstanding, you know, life cycle here in terms of, you know, you, you learn and then you get it, you give it back. Awesome. Congratulations for that. That's uh, thank you. Nine years. That's a long time. Edgar, a little bit about yourself. How did you get involved? When did this uh, start? So I've been involved with first actually since 2015 um, in a, Similar situation, but we have uh, we have kind of three three plus one kids. So we have we have three kids, uh, but there is a nephew of of mine who sort of culturally we've you know he's been like one more of our of our children. Like we love his parents and his his, his family is great, but they're more sort of artistic folk, right? So when okay. it comes to fueling his passion for you know programming and robots and building stuff, we sort of played that you kind of played that part. Adop adopted him in that sense right yeah in that yeah. sense um so uh churchill high school like a, a lot of these teams are run by schools right so when churchill high had a, a team uh, i mentored with them to help them uh advance and, and we uh and we won the the 2015 uh western canadian regional um also it happened before also the so the the uh not the pacific regional so calgary um used to run a competition in town too, which was the Western Canadian okay. regional, not the Canadian Pacific regional. Okay, I got it. Okay. Um, and so we, we won that in 2015. And um, and they beat us. We did. <laughs> <laughs> Cooperation. Right? <laughs> Cooperation. Um, That's the term. And, uh, Alberta won. That makes sense. It was Alberta that won at the end, because it was Alberta and team. Teams it, from it, Alberta, right? It, it, uh, yeah. So, so that was uh, the uh, the Robonatic, Robonautic Bulldogs, which was the Churchill's team. So an, an, an Alberta okay. team that won yeah. that Western Canadian region. Got region. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, but anyway, so then when uh, so Aiden, that 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 those school teams uh, tend to kind of revolve like hinge around a, a very dedicated teacher, right? Because it, it's it's a second. It's a second job, right, to run one of these um, school teams. So, yes. so that person was burnt out, and the team didn't continue. Uh, so, so my nephew actually came to ATA. So, once that team yeah. was no more, then the year after, and he was part of that uh, Shanghai experience. And mm -hmm. you know, we were helping them, but motor in an arm's length uh, condition when he went off to university until my kids became of of age. So, so they they did. You know, now, now that you remember that this first part is sort of the the parent organization. So my kids did the that first Lego league for like four years. Okay. Um, and so they, they did. It's the same sort of thing, a little less, um, you know, head-on competition. Each one, so you perform your tasks on your own, right? Because they're little and you don't want to put us, put that much stress on, on these kids. Got it. Um, but now that they became of age to, you know, play with the big robots, then that's when I became involved with, with uh, Forge. And, you know, now we're, we were part of that. So... One thing that's going to happen today, we're going to also have a conversation with the uh, students, right? So, and I want to hear your perspective, because from what I'm understanding, there is a lot of value that, that you're bringing to the students, right? You're talking about young people, right? So eventually they will continue their careers, maybe as engineers, maybe as you know, software developers or whatever it is in tech. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, just Louis, from your perspective, how is that? How do you how do you see that happening? Well, maybe just let me talk about one thing that happened, and and it it was the one thing that I it it's it stands out in my mind every time I talk to people about robotics, and it 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 evolves it revolves around one of our students, and uh, he joined our team very quiet, 
I think that first year I may have heard 20 words out of his mouth. Oh, wow. Okay. Very quiet. But he was really involved, really intense, constantly wanting to learn. Um, and, and he went through the program three years, started in grade 10, finished in grade 12. And we were at our year-end wrap-up party. And um, my wife was sitting next to this uh, young man's mother. And she broke down in tears. Wow. She, she just lost it. So my wife was consoling her and asking her, what is it? What? She said, three years ago, my son had been diagnosed by two separate doctors and given different mental uh, diagnoses. Mm -hmm. And they were prescribing drugs and they were recommending he go to a special school and all this sort of stuff. And he found out about the robotics, came and joined our team. And at the end of that three years, he was one of the most normal, engaged kids I have ever met in my life. He would talk to anybody. <laughs> he was, and she was just so happy that he had the opportunity to find the organization, find his, his people, the other students, the, the collection of nerds and, yeah. and geeks. Exactly and uh, just become a, a person that people uh, could relate to and he could relate to them. So it was just this evolution. And for me, that, that's probably the most poignant story about what we bring <laughs> to uh, these students. And, I, and that, that's, his is an extraordinary story, but Absolutely. I've known a lot of these students uh, from their, their uh, grade nine to, to, to grade 12 and some of them now going through, uh, one of our students is uh, now starting his uh, uh, medical internship, one of the original students. Wow, okay. So there's just all of this stuff going on and you just, you see the results at the end of it and what it means to them and their parents and siblings and friends Absolute. and the companies they work for and, and yeah. the world. It kind of impact them, the families, close ones and everything else. And I can see how impact also your lives, right? It's, you became emotional. <laughs> Love it, that. No, it, That's it, a it, very it, inspiring story. Yeah. A real one. Lovely. And, and it, is, uh, it, is a, it is a bit of a first motto that um, we, don't, we don't use kids to build robots. We use robots to build kids. Wow. Right? So oh, wow. That's it's, it, and, and, that, and that is... It's the name and of the game. That story tells right? everything. That's, yeah, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. At the it, end of the day, to see the potential in these kids, right? At the end of the day, it seems yeah. that, you know, building robots, it's just, how can you say that? It's just a means to an end. That's it is. For sense. sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Say, right? yeah. Means to an end. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. So he shared an amazing story. Do you have any similar stories like that in terms of impact? Maybe even your nephew or your, your kids. Yeah. So in, in terms of, you know, igniting that, that, passion for tech um you know my nephew aiden he went on to uh study software engineering at the university of waterloo mm -hmm. and um now he's working in tech finance in wall street wow I, that, that that was the the, the you know a, a fundamental part of, of of his path um because there there is this interplay too um that you know obviously we we do what we do for, you know, 
developing and, and, and allowing the potential in these kids to flourish. Absolutely. Um, but industry pays attention, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the like employers and like industrial players in, in all scales uh, know that the kids that come out of FRC have this experience and have this drive to, you know, build and imagine and turn ideas into reality and persevere against pretty substantial um, difficulties. Like th these, it is not an easy thing to, you know, turn an idea of a machine Absolutely. into a yeah. working, high-performing, high-pressure device, right? And, and so they, go, going through that and, and coming out the other end um, makes them, you know, a very attractive candidate to draw Absolutely. into this company. So they, they're quite actively looking for them. And, you know, it, it, it is something we're very proud of is, is the, the opportunities and the draw that these kids find in part because, you know, we put in the, the effort to help them realize their full potential. Right. Wow. So, so Louis and also uh, Louis, actually, right? Louis. Louis yeah. and Edgar, you know, inspiring stories about how you know, the Forge Robotics team, the Better Tech Alliance, they are impacting not only their lives, but, you know, the family's lives, their lives, right? Also. So it's pretty exciting. So so coming back and com coming back here, I want to finish this episode talking about um, sponsorships, partnerships and support. So the first thing I want to ask you is that you mentioned about the government supporting right now yep. this year. If we have a very interesting grant, Louis, yeah. can you talk more about that? So uh, we put together an application uh, and sent it off to the Alberta government, and they granted it. They gave us a grant, and so we have two years uh, that we're going to run a program. Uh, the first uh, year is to train uh, women as mentors for the first tech challenge, the FTC League, and then they are going to be uh, expected to go out and start teams. And our expectation is that we want to have two all-girl teams wow. competing in FTC. Uh, this season would be wonderful, but it's getting a little bit close. So hopefully next year we can get that uh, ready to go. Um, we have the application process open right now for teachers, um, any woman that wants to get involved in mentoring uh, a, a girls team so that they can compete in first uh, in the FTC league. And it's available on our website, ataarobotics.ca, um, and just go in and fill out the application. And there's some commitments to make, of course. Mm -hmm. The uh, training is free. The, grant the training the is free. The training is free. Wow, awesome. The, the, the program uh, is not that intense a lot of it is uh pre-work at home okay uh beforehand and then we'll have two sessions in our build space here in calgary uh where we'll bring them in and um uh, give them the hands-on and and some of us will be involved with them directly through the training so that we can give them our mentors perspective of what we do okay to help out uh to help the the students uh evolve so that's a really exciting opportunity for us to to spread the word and and hopefully get that percentage 
you got it. Absolutely, yes, we need that. We need that because it's it. There's there's a lot of men involved, and and that's wonderful. But we need to get more women involved. Absolutely, love that. So to just make sure that our audience uh, knows how to do that, so they can go to to your website. By the way, we're gonna put in the description, so it's gonna yep. be easier. So it's ataa. ataa robotics. robotics. ca Okay, so that's go that goes directly, and then of course on YouTube right now the description, and of course on our link, and then you're gonna be able to find that um, the link, so you can go directly. So just make sure you take a look. I'm assuming there's all the information is there. The, the right? information is on there. And they there, can yep. subscribe. So not subscribe, but register right away. Yep. It's not register. How do we call that? Apply, right? Apply. Apply. Yeah. apply. Oh, that's yeah. the right word. That's really good. Congratulations for the initiative, and then uh, congratulations to the government because this is a very good grant. Awesome. So. Can I yeah, please? Yeah. So that to, you know, some some lessons and highlighting stories are not always sort of the the happiest, but but to to underscore how how important the um, the support and and our sponsors are to the operations of this of this program. Um, so I won't sort of mention the names, uh, but 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 Calgary, we we had a um, an all girls robotics team for for okay. FRC. Nice. Um, and you know they had very dedicated volunteers and had a really good mm -hmm. team and they were really trying to you know help the girls got as far as they could but their their resources like my, my daughter was part of that of that team right okay but their resourcefulness was so um strained that it was it was hard to have you know yeah. a space where they could work and to have the you know the resources to sort of build these robots and to get them really engaged and having an end result where they were you know really draw them in yeah. um and so a lot of you know they're they might survive but it, but they're almost just disbanded right because of that that other sort of supporting orchestra that is behind these kids right like you you need both parts right like it, there's it is their participation but but having you know a, a, a supporting cast and having sponsors let us let organizations have the money to allow them to to be and do their robot building is it's crucial because because it is a a delicate complicated machine right to so that it succeeds and prospers yeah, absolutely yeah. so on a segue to that so we talked a little bit about government um support right amazing amazing grant so excited for that but if we, if we can talk a little bit about how private companies can actually support and how important it is that companies do that and sponsor that. If you can continue to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so, you know, running these programs takes a fair bit of, of money and, our, and our, we depend on those sponsors. Like all, all of us mentors are volunteers, right? Mm -hmm. And so there is, there is a cost that we don't have in terms of the manpower to help the kids run the program. We, we, we do charge of feed a membership for for the kids but it's quite nominal and it and it doesn't anywhere near cover the the cost that it takes to run this not so, at all so our mm, got it i'm assuming sometimes it will go out of uh, volunteers pockets or maybe leadership some sense. so as an example our competitions this year we did two regional events and champs um that ended up costing us fifteen thousand us dollars just as the registration fee for those just three the events. registration that's just fee. the registration fee that wow. didn't pay for any parts for the robot it didn't pay for any travel it didn't Absolutely. it was a, it, we could show up and our number was on the roster to get in the qualifications round 
So that's just one cost. That adds up with and we everything have, we else. We have a build space to maintain because we have a, an all-year program. So we have a, a year-round build space that we operate out of. So there's costs around spaces. Um, then there's, of course, parts for the robot. Our robot budget this year was $12,000 Canadian just oh, for parts okay. to build the robot. Mm -hmm. So it, there's a lot of that. And it, the majority of that money comes from our private sponsors okay. at Launch Code. And I mean, I, I've got a whole list of them on my back because our <laughs> team proudly wears the names of our, yeah. of our significant sponsors everywhere we go. Um, and we want to make sure that we're going to show all of them, just for you know. Awesome. Um, yeah, we to, we to appreciate honor all of that. Them. Yeah, absolutely. We are yeah. super thankful for yeah. your contribution yeah. and your help and to allow us to be part of these kids' lives, right, and, and build them up. It's, it has been an honor for us, for sure. Okay, so, but not only companies, um, you need volunteers, you need more people in. Um, I didn't ask, but how many people are involved with the ATAA in the robotics teams? So right now we're looking at about 80 to 90 kids across the five teams okay. for the upcoming season. And we have a mentor team of 23 right now. And we have uh, a board of six people. And yes, we are constantly looking for volunteers, in-kind donations. If people have materials, uh, one of the, the local um, polycarbonate uh, suppliers here in town gives us their scraps, <laughs> which we can then turn into robot parts. Absolutely, yeah. So that, it, all of that sort of stuff, we're always looking for somebody to, to help us out. And we get generous donations in that sense, but it's never enough. Of course. We, because we do want to be a competitive team. We are a competitive team, and we want to be even more competitive. Uh, one of the things we find that really does, does light a fire in, in the heart of a young person is winning. Mm, that's for sure. You know, if you win, that really gets them, them going. Along the way, you will have to take some losses, though. Yeah, of course. There will be failures, <laughs> and we encourage every one of our students to fail as much as they can. Absolutely. Because they will be the real winners um, at the end of that. I mean, so sponsorship, yes, please. Okay. <laughs> so sponsorships, the nations, volunteers, volunteers yep. anyone that can... Uh, Go to our website. Yeah, dedicated that. Send us a note. We'll find a spot for you. So be, uh, before um, we've, we finish this conversation, any last remarks from both of you? So I think that we, we need to acknowledge launch codes um kind of multi-pronged support to what we do because you know in, in in that sense launch code is not um just a check writing sponsor right like yes you, yes you do and we're very thankful for your cash contributions to the team but also um you know several of our mentors are launch code employees you do they and, are yeah yeah and, and the programming element of building the robots is it's crucial right so so having their dedication and their contribution to our program is essential. And, and the fact that you have come to hire some of the graduates from yes. our program, it's, you know, part of that, of that culture too, that, you know, Hey, this is a space where the sort of things that I learn in Forge Robotics is Absolutely. in demand yeah, and, and, and we're being drawn You're to right. that. So, so yeah. it's definitely a very uh, fruitful and, and uh, relationship that we want to continue for years. So That's really you. cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's, Thank a, you. it's a fruitful partnership for sure. Louis, any last remarks before uh, we finish? 
I think I think the 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 future is really something that uh, is important to us, and and creating a, an environment with sponsors and with the community, um, the other schools, the other teams in our area. Um, one of the things we do is the the lead mentors. We all get together a couple times a year just to share stories and support for each other. So it's, our team is not in isolation and, and secretive about what we do. <laughs> um, so we're, and, and part of those discussions is the future. Where are we going with this? What can we do to make it better for everybody? How can we get more teams involved? How can we bring back some of the teams that have been uh, around in the past and ran, <clears throat> excuse me, into some challenges, financial space, whatever, and how can we support them? So for me, I think the, the real focus uh, for the next couple of years is the future. How can we make this bigger and better and get more students involved and more mentors and more people so that down the road we, we build our support for the tech industry. Uh, tech in Calgary, it's a focus. It is. We want to be part of that. Yeah. Um, at the board level, we have a big hairy goal. <laughs> Every organization's got to have one. Uh -huh. And we want to have a uh, robotics academy. Oh, wow. That is focused on bringing students in and giving them that opportunity. Um, not necessarily a full-blown uh, education, but something focused in that STEM area so that we could be part of that, uh, that tech revolution that is underway right now mm -hmm. uh, here in Calgary. So the future absolute the future and and you folks play a very important role in that future for Abura for sure for Calgary for sure and especially for all of these kids right because at the end of the day it doesn't matter where they're gonna go right they're gonna keep as you as you mentioned some amazing stories in that so look thank you so much uh, so for you that watched all of this I want to make sure that um, you uh, you can follow up on that so go to their website it's adaarobotics.ca you can find the link in the description um, so make sure that if you if you just wanted to take a look at what they do you know send them an email whatever it is you can maybe you can volunteer you're gonna find a place for you if you're ready to donate you're more than welcome <laughs> they explain here why this is so important and if you're a private company or for CEO you know watching right now or a C-level or a director or someone that has influence um, or even an entrepreneur you can support, right? I mean, we are very proud as Launch Code to support that, as they said, not only financially, but also now we have amazing talents here that came from uh, the robotics team. But you can do that. Go to the website, send them a message. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're gonna reply you um, in the meantime. Thanks for watching this um, this episode. Louis and Edgar, folks, thank you so much. Thanks for having thank you. Me. Such a nice conversation, appreciate. And good luck, and uh, keep counting us. Cheers. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, guys. This episode of LaunchCast was directed by Mikhail Bhatt, with Sophia Govan as the assistant director. The script was written by Mikhil Putt, 
and produced by Barbara Omrich. Editing is by Chablaire.